Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Trillionaire. <laughs> Alright, um, back at it again. Day 2, Entry 2, whatever you want to call it. Again, I want to keep these short. Uh, this morning, woke up thinking about all the ideas I've been thinking about <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> um, so some uh, the things I was thinking about yesterday that I didn't get to talk about. I do want to talk about them. Is 3D spaces you know um, virtual interfaces and all this that and the other so I'm working on my website using Webflow to try to build my portfolio rebuild my portfolio because the first one I did on Wix is really ugly <laughs> unfortunately because I wanted to do something unique you know I really like to do different things I don't want to be a web designer you know just making like boring websites <laughs> I want to create like really amazing tools you know interfaces apps marketplaces whatever you know that empowers people to do more things not just simple websites because websites do not interest me that much so when I was designing my website I wanted to make it a, a more of an experience type of thing right but unfortunately my um got ahead of myself and it's uh, it did not turn out very well so I, I started redoing the whole thing more minimalistic more you know a typical website um but still, it's very annoying because the tools, man, the tools is so arduous, right? I feel like the, 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 the act of creating should feel more enjoyable. I think that's a huge problem with a lot of the tools that we have today is that, you know, it's not really fun, per se, to use the tools. We kind of, you know, fight through the tools it's it's fun to figure out how to you know create your dream around certain constraints it's fun to try to um just you know bring your bring your ideas into reality but when you're constantly fighting the tools it feels very draining especially if you're like me and you don't really enjoy uh you don't want to spend waste your time trying to learn a new tool trying to learn how to use this tool to the best of its ability blah 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 at least not when the tool itself feels boring to you you know maybe some people enjoy webflow or any other of these other tools out there but i do not <laughs> um wix was sort of you know i don't, I don't want to say enjoyable to me but it was it was interesting right it was almost fun <laughs> because the drag and drop editor is it feels more intuitive to me it feels like I have more control over it you know it feels like I can express my creativity more um, granted you know uh, that didn't work out well for me but that's not because of the tools because um, I didn't I didn't I simply didn't want to do a traditional website so um, some of the major things I've been thinking about is like, what if you can create a tool again, like Flubby, <laughs> but uh, that also basically, what if you can create a tool that that made it fun and easy to create whatever you want to create, but also gave you the design, what do you call it, the like Gestalt principles. I think that's how you pronounce that word, Gestalt, <laughs> Gestalt, Gestalt. But um, basically, it gives you ideas on how to heed you know common ux design and ui design principles so like how to use white spacing um or how to use spacing in general how to use hierarchy you know how to 
lay out your page according to uh, responsive layouts grid layouts or this that and the other flexbox and all this how to use all these different terms how to use all these different um, common principles that will make your website look better so you can still be creative you can still be unique but it will also give you ideas on like hey this is you know this is probably not gonna not gonna be very readable or this is not gonna be you know very easy for people to scan through this that and the other so what if you can have a platform that both allows you to be unique and creative as well as uh, um, usability friendly user user friendly I think that would be a very powerful platform so yeah that's one of the thoughts I've been thinking about another one is uh, 3D interfaces, right? Love 3D stuff. Love holograms. I uh, whole idea of getting into a, a world where we do augmented reality and virtual reality on the regular. Well, that is more of our reality, right? Um, so one interesting idea I had is, is, is using your smartphone as a controller for the interface, right? Because when we when you think about it, um, augmented reality and even virtual reality is, is kind of difficult to interface with in terms of like going through a screen right on a computer or really on the you see this more on a touch screen like laptop or whatever I think they call it like gorilla arm <laughs> where you <laughs> you're poking the the interface with your with your hand out right and it's kind of annoying it, over time it you have um, you have uh, uh shoot what's the term but basically you get tired you get fatigued right and it's the same thing for your posture when you're holding your smartphone um, a lot of people a lot of us hold our smartphones kind of downwards and we look down and so we get a pain in the back of our necks you know and even in our back because of the, because of this posture due to how we interface with the technology um, we see a similar thing when people are sitting on on the computer when you're on a computer using your mouse or whatever usually slouched over on the, uh, on a chair you know your mouse is up there and if your mouse if your table is too high then you know your arm is going to get tired uh, very quickly if your table is too low then you're going to be uh, uh, you know kind of scrunching down um, not really having a straight posture so that's why a lot of people have these ergonomic desks where they can change the height to a perfect amount that's why they have standing desks you know to so they can um, stand <laughs> have a good posture while they're using the computer so when you when you expose when you expand this out into the next realm into augmented and virtual reality what how will that impact our posture how will that impact our uh, our um control scheme like you know uh, for augmented reality you can imagine that you're going to have to be going to be poking around right you're going to your hand is going to be in the air probably <laughs> it's going to be kind of weird um another idea they have uh, is is using controllers, you know, um, where you move your thumb around a touchpad or something like that, uh, and it can the the problem with that is that you don't want to be walking around with a controller in your hand, you know. <laughs> um, that's why augmented reality is so difficult of a problem because you have to figure out so many more interfaces than just a smartphone or a computer device, and either of those devices, your 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 control schemes are constrained to the environment so a computer you can only put on a desk you can't walk around with a computer in your hand <laughs> at least not and not really get much done uh, you have to put on the desk and so that means your keyboard and mouse or your con control scheme has to be right there in front of you at the desk your phone you know everything is on that device so that's why you have a touch screen you know you don't have any other devices that allow you to interact with it with that that phone um, 
same thing for you know smartwatch everything is on the smartwatch or on the phone you know um they they and they now there's there's an interplay where you know you you interact with the smartwatch and it does something on your phone um because the smartwatch cell is is limited you can't there's not much screen real estate there you can't do a whole lot there um so yeah that's why i'm trying to think about what what the augmented reality interface will look like when you have smart glasses and the projector is or the displays are projecting out into the world you know how do you interact with that we're going to need some type of new control scheme um and if they can uh, you would use your phone now a lot of people would say um maybe you can use eye tracking um but unfortunately with well i haven't tested out with eye tracking so i can't say for sure but my my idea my uh theory on it based on you know watching tons of people play in virtual reality is that eye tracking is diff is going to be extremely difficult to really perfect and to really be intuitive because a lot of people don't necessarily look around you know when they when they're interacting with something they may look at it with their eyes and yes that helps don't get me wrong eye tracking is definitely a, necess a necessity for really good vr and ar experiences um, because it allows focus but just think about it you know if you have a if you're if you have a whole um virtual world right around you and if you want to interact with something you don't want to have to look at something every single time you know you want to select it right so it's, it's like a lot of times in, in life we look around <laughs> uh, we we don't we're not trying to interact with the world we're just looking around you know we're just taking in our environment so in a virtual space how do you how do you tell the difference between somebody selecting something or interacting with it you know and, and stuff like that with just eye tracking you're gonna have to see oh look at it for two seconds or this amount of time right and that's gonna be that's gonna be very uh draining probably i imagine um so yeah if you can control it with your smartphone it, it provides a more transition you know a, a more smooth transition from where we are now to where we want to be because we can use our smartphones that we have now to you know interact with the virtual world you know we can automatically have privacy you know some sense of being able to use you know the virtual space around you without people knowing <laughs> that you're doing all this craziness that you're you know interacting with it um uh, using a spaces also allows us to use uh, 3D projection. So if we ever do come up with some type of hologram, um, it can maybe project out of our phones, and you know, thus of course it'll be much easier to to use that. Um, furthermore, if we if we do use our phones, you know, we can stop having this bad posture when we when we are doing that because the the display is going to be directly in front of us wherever we're looking at, but our hands can be you know down here somewhere you know below our eye level we don't have to necessarily look at it to interact with the virtual world um yeah so i think that's a very interesting idea to, to play around with i would love to see that um experimented on and stuff like that and see where that can go um I think I'm going to end it here. Got some other ideas, of course, as always. But, yeah, that's just some things on my mind this morning. And uh, I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to get to doing some videos. I've got a lot of videos I need to be doing because I didn't this week, unfortunately. <laughs> so i got to catch up on, on my YouTubes and Instagram stuff. And, um, yeah, thanks for watching and hope you have a good day. Bye-bye.